Before we start this show, just a word from our sponsor. 20 by 20 Apparel. Founded in 2015, 20 by 20 Apparel brings original tributes to pro wrestling's classic arenas, moments, and events. They look to spotlight the bloopers, bleeps, and body slams along with the biggest, smallest, strangest, and strongest that pro wrestling has had to offer. Along with their awesome line of pro wrestling apparel, they do offer many services. In the world of wrestling, there are hundreds of shirts, promotions, flyers, social media accounts, and ads. Don't get lost in the sea of parody shirts and display fonts. They can provide professional graphic design services at a reasonable price. 20 by 20 also hand screen prints all the tees in-house. If you would like to discuss possible run of tees, posters, koozies, foam fingers, or whatever, drop them a line. Go to 20 by 20 apparel. That's the number 20 X, the number 20 apparel.com. Now let's get to the show. Fresh is the word. I'm Jim Duggan, got long wood for plenty hoes. I keep it fresher than fresh, but you already know. You suckers bum me, I'm money, I got a ton of flows. My weed loud like a motherfucking thunder roll. Your shit quiet like you ballin' on a budget though. We see your kicks and we laugh and yelling what it goes. You see me shining like a suit on puffy. You know my grind and shit is too strong, buddy. That's why the dude call money. I be stuntin' like it's nothing at all. Cause it's nothing to me, it's probably something to y'all. Trying to smoke like me, then come and fuck with your dog. Got a closet full of kicks, you can't cop it tomorrow. And I'm fresher than the freshest, you can tell it's in my asses. Bitch, you see the way I'm rapping? Yes, I do this shit to death. I tell I'm running out of breath. I tell somebody cut a check. But either way, you know it's fresh. But either way, you know it's fresh. Fresh. We fresh. 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 Welcome to the Fresh of the Word podcast. I am your host, Kelly K. Fresh Frazier. On Fresh of the Word, we like to deliver wisdom through great stories from the minds of bright creatives of pop culture. Through those stories, we like to dissect the journey of our guests and present actionable lessons and advice for our listeners, no matter what career or avenue of artistry they pursue. This is episode 106, and this week's guest is hip-hop artist Evidence member of the legendary West Coast hip-hop group, Dilated Peoples. Evidence released his latest solo album, Whether or Not, earlier this year, an album that tackles many aspects of his personal life in great detail. During our conversation, we talked about his 20-plus years in hip-hop, the sound that has been prevalent with Evidence and Dilated Peoples. Working with Alchemist, his latest album, how hip-hop has aged, his creative process, his current tour with Odyssey, and much, much more. And before we get to this episode, I definitely want to give a shout-out to Knox Money, Bang Belushi, and Foulmouth for the theme music for Fresh of the Word. And also, I definitely want to remind you how you can support the podcast. You can always go to freshofthepodcast.com and share any links that you see on the website and any of your social media platforms. You can also subscribe to Fresh of the Word everywhere. And when I mean everywhere, I mean everywhere. Apple Podcast, Anchor, Stitcher Radio, Mixcloud, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Podbean, and Radio Public. If you can, on any of those platforms, especially Apple Podcasts, give a rating and review. And if I do see it, I'll definitely shout it out on the show. 
And if you want to follow along with the show while you listen, you can follow me online on Twitter and Instagram at Kelly Omega Fresh and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash KFresh. And you can follow Fresh is the Word online on Twitter at FITW Podcast, on Instagram at Fresh is the Word Podcast, and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Fresh is the Podcast. So let's get on to the interview with evidence of dilated peoples. I've been I've been a fan of yours for a long time, uh, ever since the early days that you were uh, putting out records with Dilated Peoples, the ABB Records uh, releases, and I've been you know before we you know before this interview I was just kind of uh, refreshing my mind about everything, and it you know it looks like the song "Worst Comes to Worst" like that tagline is so true because when I um when I was looking at everything these twenty plus years. Like you guys worked with like a lot of the same people, um, same features and everything. It's like it's like a family, you know. Looking back, you know, what do you feel about you know how you got how you and Dilated Peoples have been creative creatively over these past twenty plus years? Yeah, I mean, um, I guess that was a real statement. I guess it wasn't something we just made up on the spot. You know, I guess that's how we were feeling, and I guess it proved to be true. Um, you know, our first dilated album, I guess it is coming up on 20 years soon. So that's crazy. Um, 2020 or whatever. <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, just so much has happened since then. You know, solo stuff and production and just, it's like a different life almost when I, when I made that song, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. It's like, um, you know, they say every 10 years you, you shed so much skin, you like literally become a different person, you know, <laughs> kind of how I feel looking back on a lot of that. I don't even, um, I try not to go back and look at what I've done so much and reflect on it. I feel like there'll be a time for that God willing in the future. For me, it's really about what's next. Do you feel like when you, uh, you know, you first started all of this, you know, making records that you found something special with your group and with what you were doing just solo, because, you know, it's, you know, after all these years, you didn't really, you never really had to, you know, change things up at all. You always had your sort of core fan base that stuck with you and you never, you know, went towards any sort of fads or trends. You just kept it, you know, kept it real all these years. You know, do you, you know, do you, uh, did you feel like you just hit on something special from the beginning? I don't know about keeping it real. Um, I think if I was genuinely into like pop stuff and into different stuff, I probably would have gravitated towards that. It's just, I was, what got me into rap was stuff that wasn't as popular per se. And that's what I was like inspired by. So, or the blueprint that I followed. So I think it, you, you, you get out what you put in, you know, and I think it's no mistake. I've ended up with a career instead of having a, a big hit record. I, I don't, I think that was, something we always strive for so you got to be careful what you ask for because <laughs> sometimes you might get it you know and so um yeah with following i don't want to say like the groups i followed were limited by any means but they were going against the grain at a time when rap wasn't necessarily pop and so yeah if you follow that blueprint it, it makes sense that that's where you would end up something along those lines but i the, the style of music is what i choose to make it's because what i it's what i genuinely love like I could fake it maybe and try something else, but it, that feels like work. So for me to be able to go this long and not be burnt out is a testament that I'm just enjoying what I'm doing. So that's what comes first. If I can find like-minded people who like what I like 
whether the numbers are big or small, that's the goal is just finding people who are into the same dialed into the same frequency that I'm putting out. Why do you feel like you've been able to have this career that is now spanning over 20 years? Yeah, I think the answer before says it. It's just I'm not I'm not making music for fans um, or for a record label. I'm making it for me. And then if somebody else can feel that, then I'm lucky. But I, if I'm, you know, people make their first album, and it's usually the people's best album because they made it when they did not have a fan base. They just made it writing their lyrics in school, coming home on the bus, whatever, home on a weekend, instead of doing homework, writing rhymes. Those type of things are, are usually what leads to a great record because you're not considering anybody else while you're making it. Then after your second and your third one, you've seen how that has affected crowds. You think about the girl in the front row or the kid, how he was jumping. And then when you're making your next thing, you go, maybe I should make something like that. <laughs> and so I've just stayed away from that idea this whole time. How do you sort of stay away from that temptation of having those outside influences and to write just for yourself? Well, music is something you don't usually make with like a big crowd around you. Um, you make it at the house or you make it in the, in the studio, but in the studio, it's usually only a few people. So if you can just get tunnel vision good enough and just, you know, put the blinders on, I think that's the best advice. Um, some people write rhymes while they're on tour and they end up making a shitty album because they're just writing about tour. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's a tour album. I don't know. For me, it's real separate promoting and creating. For me, I just like to create probably alone or like with few people I trust, like Alchemist or you know, very, very few select people. And those people, you know, I feel like they have a good filter as well and I trust them. What is it about someone like the Alchemist and any of these other people that are in that small circle that makes it easy to create with them? Um, not being judgmental, but at the same time, not definitely not on some yes man shit. I couldn't, if I called Alchemist and told him right now, yo, tweet out for me my next album is the shit, he would go, let me hear it. <laughs> 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 you know, it's it's a real keep it real thing. <laughs> and then plus, you know, out people like Al and, you know, Dilated and Rock and Babu and just different people I'm around, they're not flukes. They're like legit talented at what they do. They've repeated and done it over and over again. So, um. Some people get lucky, but the people I feel I have around me are, you know, are truly talented at what they do. How important is it to like have that sort of tight knit group around you, and how do you like keep like those like yes men from being out of that like that close knit circle? Hmm. I guess it could work both ways. You could have somebody who has hoping on your downfall, and they might, you know, like tell you something if he's got something dope they might try to pretend like it's not but then it could be the other way around you could have people you know when you're not making great shit they could tell you no this is dope they don't really but they might not know any better so it, it, it really is just understanding on who to let it go in one ear and out the other and then who to let it stay with yeah your newest uh, solo album whether or not uh, what was your, sort of like your mind state going into this album about what you wanted to do with it? I just wanted it to be my last album with a weather-related title. So I made it weather and not like 
it or leave it or me, um, for better or for worse, and just be honest and try, I try to eliminate the distance between evidence and my real self and just be as transparent as possible without going completely emo and just being soft. <laughs> How do you sort of uh, juggle, like, your true self and your, you know, in the in evidence, the the creative artist person that we all see, you know, how do you sort of juggle those two people and where do you sort of draw the line? If you just try to cut it out like you've been doing, it becomes easier and easier and there's nothing to, there's nothing to draw between. So when you're young, you want to live up to your moniker and kind of like a superhero you've presented yourself to, to the world as, but as you get older, you think, um, that just becomes less rewarding. And so, yeah, it's just more important to just be you for better or for worse. True, true. A lot of times, you know, people sort of think of hip-hop or rap and everything as like a young man's game, but there's more than enough people to say, yeah, there's this older, mature you know, sector of hip-hop because hip-hop has aged so much and there's a lot of great talent that's been around uh, for a while that are still making uh, music. And you just, you know, mentioned about how you, when you were younger, you kind of protected your that image that you were trying to, you know, portray a little bit more. You know, what's your, what's your thoughts about the way, you know, hip-hop has aged and how you have aged over these years as an artist? Well... I would definitely agree that hip-hop is a young person's sport. Um, I wouldn't say it's limited to that. Um, just for the reason that things that limit an athlete usually are, are their bodily functions, not being able to keep up, right? Your knees are going bad or you just can't run like you used to. Uh, with rap, I don't think, you know, your tongue slows down. You know, I don't, I don't think that... I think people don't necessarily fall off and rap so much. I just think life gets in the way sometimes and that, that can cause a person to fall off and then the, their youth energy gets drained from them because the world once again is getting in the way and nine to five, you know, major responsibilities, things like that, where they just take you out of that creative zone you used to be in that wasn't interrupted and you get regular life start mixing in with, mixing in with your world, your creative world, and it can take a toll on people. So creatively, but I don't think it's, an age thing so much. I just think it's when, when your youth dries up, that's when it really starts to hurt. So, um, what we're seeing now is some rappers who are getting older, who can afford to keep that youth energy around because they don't have to subscribe to a nine to five or go do anything. They can stay in their creative bubble and live that artistic life. And so you're seeing some people who are surviving through that and actually getting better. Um, as a general statement, yeah, I think most rappers, as you get older, get worse. But like, lately, we have been seeing some, some artists who are getting older is best work. Um, so if I'm hanging out with people and we're talking about creativity, the age is not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for people who are inspired and sit there and really get into what we're getting into and, and tune the world out. It just so happens that usually younger people who fit that description, but I don't think it's limited just to it. Right. And how do you uh, sort of 
like as you know responsibilities in life kind of start to mount up how do you sort of uh swim through your creativity and then dealing with the responsibilities that come into life you try to figure it out you try to see if you can juggle it if you can then you might make it work if you can't then it's going to show it's going to show in your artistic and your heart side nothing you can do about that you can't just show up to a drum machine or to a piece of paper like after a bunch of months of not doing it and expect that the first thing you write is just going to be great or the first beat you make is going to be great because you're you. There's maybe partial truth to that, but the the best beats and the best things happen after you get in the groove and you make five and you race all of them and the sixth one becomes magic. You've got to have the time and the, and the will to like be doing your reps. You just can't walk up to the weight, the big bench that you used to and just lift it the first time if you're not constantly keeping your muscles up. So, same thing with rap. Um, so if you can find enough time and a schedule to, to kind of like divert through your responsibilities, maybe be a little adolescent and maybe neglect certain things, then usually your creative side is going to go up. But with that comes sacrifice. And so, yeah, it just gets harder and harder. If, a, lot of deadbeat, a lot of deadbeat fathers are great getting older, but are great in their musicianship because they're not, their artistic side of it is not suffering but other things are because of it so you got to pick and choose you know for me i want to be a great father so i'm going to find out a way to do this but it's not as easy as, as one might make it seem for anybody that's listening to this whether they are making music or any have, have any other sort of artistic avenue that they're in how do you uh specifically sort of schedule time to work on your creative endeavors you know make music or write lyrics you know do you uh, set aside any time for that or do you just keep something close to you like a phone or a notebook around what do you do to like stay creative just gotta want it so you gotta make you gotta yeah it's gotta be willing gotta keep the channels open at all times be willing for it to come to you and that means yeah if you're, if you're walking you're kidding you got your you got your pad in your other pocket and you got your phone on voice memo ready, things like that. You know, you're still, still doing your responsibilities, but you're, you're not leaving your creative space. I think that's good for my kid to see that too, just to see somebody who's creative, not just all the way subscribed into just what the norms are. Those are. Yeah. With, uh, with this uh, new album, you definitely, um, you know, have a lot of great, um, guest appearances on on this album and like I said you still work with um, a lot of people that you've worked with in the past you know what do you uh, you know when it comes to the people that you want featured on your album what are you looking for um, usually looking for different textures that I can't provide so if I rap one way that I'm looking for somebody who can bring light to that track and if it's a feature and make it go up. Um, same thing with the beats. Great. What? And uh, currently, you're uh, going to be you're on tour with uh, Odyssey. What? What do we should we expect from this tour? You know, and you know, how did this tour come together with Odyssey? Yeah, a lot of full frontals. You know, definitely not wearing a shirt much. <laughs> uh, I don't think Odyssey. Would. Odyssey's in minimal clothing as well, so <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, you know, full band um, that we never met, 
it's just fucking with jam. It's like jazz. You never know what the fuck's going Okay, so it's going to be a full band with it. Yeah, full band. Um, it's like eight, eight players, eight piece. And we met, we, you know, I barely met them. So it's just like, it just goes off different every night. I didn't want to rehearse. I just wanted to pay for them to rehearse live. Oh, okay. All right. That's fantastic. Um, how, how did the idea for this come about? Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just, uh, just wanted to do something different. Just tired of doing the same thing every time. But, uh, yeah, I didn't promote it too much because I didn't know if it was going to be a disaster or great. Maybe next time around, start promoting it heavier. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. If um, if anybody listening to this podcast, you know, it doesn't matter what sort of avenue of pop culture art that they do, um, if there is something about your career, any like little nugget of knowledge that they could, you know, take from what you've done over in, in your life and career and apply it to their life, what lesson would that be? Yeah, don't keep it real have a shorter career and try to go for a super smash pop it and get the money and get the money fast and get out. <laughs> Do EDM. Just trap. Get in and get out. <laughs> get in and get out, man. Get a fucking hit. Go all the way to the top. Get laid in every country and then quit. <laughs> <laughs> then retire early. <laughs> retire early. This long, this long grind is not for suckers. How how do you go about you know how do you go about staying somewhat healthy mental health when you're always grinding like that? Eat good food, avoid lectins in tomatoes, beans, and um, and grains. Yeah, stay away from those. Some plants aren't meant. Some plants don't want to be eaten, you know? They can't get up and run away, so they form like these weird defense mechanisms and poison us. Oh, that's that's interesting. Yeah. That's something that people don't really talk about. No, they don't. How do you know that plant wants to be eaten? It can't talk to you. It can't say shit. It can't even, <laughs> fuck, can't even sock you in the face. It's got to sit there and get ripped up. <laughs> what, do you eat, what do you eat instead? Just avoid those things, and then everything else is good. And then, yeah, chilling out on the meat, too. But, um, yeah, that, you know, I'm not here. It's not, I'm not a dietitian. Do it, do it makes me feel good. Those <laughs> things just make me feel better lately. <laughs> when, <laughs> when, um, what's, what's next for, uh, evidence after this tour? You had a new album. What you, what are you working on, uh, coming up in the future? I have no clue. I have no fucking clue. I'm going to uh, just completely wing it from here. This is as far as I could ever see. So I've, I've ended where the book was supposed to end. I'm going to open a new, write a new book now. Who knows where that leads? But I have confidence I'll be good, whatever I end up doing. Do you, do you do that often where you just kind of wing it and take it as it comes? Yeah, you got to just... Yeah, come on. There's nobody who's promising a career this long, so you got to just freak it, pay your taxes. <laughs> when, 
The fact that you've been, you know, making music, putting out records for over 20 years now, uh, do you remember a time when something happened? It was maybe like a holy shit moment where you could be like, hey, this could be something I could be doing for a long time, for over 20 years. Did you have that moment? Did I think I was going to be doing this for 20 years? Maybe? Yeah, or was there a moment where something happened and it was just like, hey, this could be something I could be doing for a long time because this thing happened? Uh, no, no, it wasn't one thing. It really wasn't. It was just little indicators. It wasn't like a grand moment. I mean, getting a big check, well, that was nice. <laughs> getting that big Capitol Records check? There was a bunch of those. But yeah, the, the, um, yeah, no, I'm just into being creative, whatever. I just don't want to work a nine to five right now. So if it's make beats, if it's produce others, if it's my shit, if it's shoot videos and films, whatever it is, just something creative is what I always wanted to be doing. So I'm living that. If you, like these days, if like in the future, if you weren't going to make music, is there anything else you'd want to do? Um, it's too late for porn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, no, you never know. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but well, yeah, what would you do if you did, if you couldn't make any music anymore for some reason? I would have been doing it already. Oh, you probably okay. You you would have already been doing it. All right, that's yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> what and uh, what was the like you like you were saying that uh, weather or not is the uh, the closing of the you know the weather themed um, albums. What was uh, the yeah. idea behind that? I just um, I made four records like that. You know, whether or not I mean, weatherman, layover, cats and dogs, not whether or not. So. Yeah, I just don't want to make Jaws five. I'm good. I'm gonna, <laughs> I want to make a new make a new movie. Okay, make a new movie, but you don't yeah. know what the next movie is gonna be. No, because yeah, I'm I don't know what it is. I, it's not gonna be a uh, like a departure from like from what you're used to in the sense like I'm just gonna throw you off a loop creatively just to like be avant garde. I'm not doing that. It's still gonna be what I do. I just want to shape it package it differently and maybe loosen the parameters a little bit. Okay. 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 Before we get, yeah, before we get out of here, I always like uh, asking this question to end interviews. And that question is who is somebody that's been a part of your life or career that I could realistically interview that would have some great stories or lessons to talk about? Hey, the Raka and Babu, you know, my group. Okay, yeah. Before we get out of here, um, if anybody wants to check out more information about you and new album, where can they go online? Evidence everything. It was not easy to get. So, yeah, Twitter, Instagram. (laughs) Rhymesayers.com slash evidence also. All right, great. Great, great, great. It's been yeah. good talking with you, man. And like I said, I've definitely been a uh, a fan of yours for since the beginning, and it's been good talking with you. So that was my interview with Evidence, member of the hip-hop group Dilated Peoples. Go uh, check out his newest album, Whether or Not. It's out everywhere. And check him out on tour with Odyssey. There's only a few days left. 
I'll be at the Detroit show this Thursday. Links to follow evidence and to listen to the new album will be on the show notes for this podcast episode at freshofthepodcast.com. So now on to the Fresh of the Word, Fresh Pick of the Week. This episode's pick is another release from the Rhyme Sayers camp by the way of St. Paul, Minnesota-based MC Dem Atlas and his newest project, Bad Actress. The 15-song debut full-length album is produced entirely by Ant from Atmosphere, which is a culmination of all the personal objects that Dem Atlas, whose real name is Joshua Turner, dealt with growing up. It's a very emotional album, and you get a peek into the psyche of this talented MC on Bad Actress. And again, link to stream or purchase the album will be in the show notes for this episode at freshofthepodcast.com. So, another episode's in the books. Thank you for listening. Goodbye and good night. Fresh, 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 fresh is the word.